Hey y'all, Allie here. And this is Mark. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Word with the Sloops. It is Tuesday, May 19th, and two weeks ago we studied and finished chapter 2 of the Gospel of John with you all. We learned that Jesus is the new temple, that he wants all to have access to God, and that he speaks to us with both wisdom and knowledge of our futures. Today we are continuing the journey of getting to know Jesus through John's Gospel. We'll be reading chapter 3, verses 1 through 21. So now's the time to grab your Bible, if you haven't already, or open up the YouVersion Bible app and read along with us. John 3, 1-21 Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs that you are doing if God were not with him. Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, No one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. How can someone be born again when they are old? Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and in the spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, You must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. How can this be? Nicodemus asked. You are Israel's teacher, said Jesus, and you do not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen, but still you people do not accept our testimony. I have spoken to you of earthly things, and you do not believe. How will you then believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who comes from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of the light, because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light. And they will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light, so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. Thanks, Mark. So in chapter 3, John introduces Nicodemus, a Pharisee. Pharisees, some of whom, like Nicodemus, made up the Jewish ruling council. Pharisees charged themselves with keeping the letter of the law. Nicodemus is a leader among the Jews and part of the great Sanhedrin in Jerusalem. The Sanhedrin is the name for the Jewish ruling councils that were in each city at that time. Here Nicodemus comes to see Jesus at night, which is important for context. Many of the Pharisees were against Jesus, trying to catch Jesus saying something that they could use against him to kill him. We think Nicodemus may have come at night because he was honestly seeking God and wanted to know more about who this man was that was performing such miraculous signs. In verse 2, he calls Jesus rabbi and says, 
We know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. Jesus responds to Nicodemus by saying that no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. Nicodemus then asks the question, how can someone be born again? Jesus' answer continues, teaching Nicodemus about the need to be born again. Nicodemus asks the big question you may have also been thinking during this reading. How can someone be born again? He stated the obvious, how can a grown person go back into their mother's womb and be born again? Jesus responds by expanding on that being born again by saying that no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Jesus answers him again by calling Nicodemus the teacher of Israel, gently reminding Nicodemus that he has all the knowledge he needs already to know what it means to be born again. Nicodemus is the teacher of the Jewish law and teaches the Old Testament. Jesus goes on to reference the Old Testament and explains further what it means to be born again. He says you must be born of water and the Spirit to enter the kingdom of God. The reference here is in Ezekiel 36, 25-27. I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove you from your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Jesus is trying to teach Nicodemus that to be born again refers to being cleansed not just with water, but with the Spirit of God, and that you need to be born again to enter into the kingdom of God. This was hard for Nicodemus to understand. Jewish people already believed that they were born into God's kingdom, and that is why the Pharisees and most Jewish people did not get baptized. Jesus says we must be born of both water and spirit. The water refers to a cleansing. The spirit refers to being cleansed by God, like in Ezekiel, by letting God give you a new heart and removing your heart of stone. What Jesus says next is without a doubt one of the most popular and well-known Bible verses in the Christian world. John 3.16 is where Jesus sums up the core content of the Christian gospel and lays this out his exact mission on earth. For God so loved the world that he gave up his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. It reveals God's love for humanity that he would send his Son, Jesus, to die on a cross to save mankind from sin. Our belief in Jesus will guarantee us eternal life. God continues the pattern of rescuing his people. God comes and cleanses our hearts, and God also powerfully saves us from both our sins and our idols. We hope you learned something new about who Jesus is by reading and studying with us. We can add to our list of characteristics and names today that Jesus is the teacher of teachers and that he loves each of us so deeply that he would come down to earth and die for us and that if we just believe in him, we can be born again and enter the kingdom of God. We see these titles of Son of Man and God's one and only Son reappear again. That brings us to some questions we have for you that we want to hear your answers to. Was there anything that stood out to you in this section? Can you say confidently that you have been born again? Do you believe that God sent Jesus because he loves you enough to sacrifice his life for yours? I hope so, and we will be praying this week that each and every one of you feels the deep, deep love of God and know without a shadow of a doubt how much God loves you. We would love to hear any of your responses on our podcast Facebook page, The Word with the Sloops, or via text or email. 
Yes, please let us know how we can be praying for you this week. In the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, stay connected, and keep praying. We hope you will continue to join us as we start the third chapter of, uh, as we finish the third chapter of the Gospel of John next week. Let us pray for you as we close this episode. Father, Abba, you are such a good, good Father. Thank you that we can come to you earnestly with questions, seeking truth, and you will give us the answers to our questions. Thank you for people like Nicodemus, who show us what it means to seek earnestly after you and after truth, despite what it might mean to our reputations. May I have that earnest seeking of you and your truth as Mark and I continue to study your word. I pray for every person listening today that you would reveal to them the height and depth of the love you have for them, that your words would just penetrate deep into all hearts listening, past the lies people believe about themselves, past the sin they feel is too bad, past the perfectionism they feel they must achieve, past the fear of what it would look like to be loved so deeply, past whatever might be holding them back from your love, your arms, and your awesome kingdom. I pray for hearts to turn to you and your kingdom to come here on earth as it is in heaven. In your powerful and holy name, Jesus, I pray. Father, I thank you for the Gospel of John and this Bible study. I can feel a deeper connection to you and the love you have for me. Thank you that you continue to pursue after us and that you would sacrifice your son, Jesus, for us. Guys, please continue to cleanse my heart of stone and into one of flesh. In your most holy name, amen.